Broadcasting from the Love My Local Massachusetts North of Boston CVB Studios, the North Shore's home for the best music. 1049 WBOQ Gloucester. It's time for John Paul, the car doctor on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor here to help you with your car problems on this Memorial Day weekend where it's, well, at least it's not snowing, right, Biff? That's about the only thing that you, the positive spin you can, <laughs> this is this is really bad. I mean, this is nasty out there. It's yeah. a horrible timing, Eddie, because we... Uh, we had just great weather prior to the weekend, and it looks like we're going to have great weather afterwards, but the three days uh, don't, doesn't look good. Yeah. I think that's what they call my, bad luck. Yeah, my, my memory of Memorial Day is um, never great weather. I, I think last year we did pretty well, but other than that, I used to go up to uh, uh, Davis Cabins up in, uh, up in New Hampshire, up in uh, Lake Sunapee, New Hampshire, and I remember brushing snow off my car one morning. So it doesn't surprise. Yeah, me, that's so. that's yeah. 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 I, I, you know, Memorial Day is kind of like damp and cold. Yeah, most yeah, of, most mean, of the time because we're not. It's not really summer yet. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you're so. right. It's not summer yet, even though we like to sometimes call it the unofficial kickoff of the summer season because, um, you know, uh, you know, prior to the weather, you know, we we predicted at AAA that 37 million people would be traveling this Memorial Day weekend, hmm. and uh, 90 percent of those people would be in their cars. So, um, you know, hope, hopefully, all things are good. Hey, with us on the phone is our buddy George Kennedy. George Kennedy is an auto writer. He's a uh, uh, broadcaster. He's been behind and in front of cameras before. Uh, I described him as a bon vivant. Then I had to look that up to make sure that wasn't insulting. Um, yeah, and uh, he's, a, he's also a sailor. I don't recognize what you're saying, so I take it as disrespect. I don't think that's the case. George, you know, you're not, no, you're no, not no. On your, you're not on your sailboat today, are you? I'm, I'm not, and I, I have a suspicion my tea time tomorrow morning is in jeopardy. I suspect it may be as well. I think it may be as well. Hey, I wanted to have you on the program for a couple of reasons. Uh, the, the world is starting to become slightly more normal, which means that things at the uh, Lars Anderson Auto Museum are getting uh, maybe a little bit more back to normal. And also, the new... Uh, the new edition of their publication is out, right? That's right, yeah. It's uh, Lars Anderson Auto Museum, uh, for any listeners that don't know, is located in Brookline, Massachusetts. It's one of Boston's best hidden gems. It's a really cool facility that features old and new cars. And in addition to the, the museum exhibits, they do a number of lawn events and, and cars and coffee events. And to, to try and bring outreach to that, we started Upshift uh, about two years ago. And that's the official publication. It's a, it's a quarterly publication. And we cover the, uh, you know, the museum's goings-on as well as 
sort of our take on the broader, you know, new car and collector car market. And, you know, you, you said, you know, a kind of a broader take on, on new and collector cars. You know, collector cars are one of those things that uh, it can be, you know, almost anything's a collector car today, it seems like. And it can be something that's 25 years old that 25 years ago was a pretty plain Jane car. But today, all of a sudden, it can be, you know, somewhat of a collector vehicle. I was, I was uh, reading something the other day that the lowly Honda element, it all of a sudden has gained some kind of collector status. And there's groups, groups of element owners that, that, have rallies and things. I know, I'm like I would have never guessed the Honda Element would be a collector car, but there's a collector car for everybody. Yeah, I, I think that's a really important distinction to make between sort of the the collector and enthusiast uh, world of maybe 50 years ago to now is that it was very homogenous. I think back then because it, you know everyone was buying similar cars. It's become far more segmented as people find the niches that they appreciate, and I think. Social media allows that in that you're able to sort of find your niche. You know, you think, hey, I'm a Honda Element collector. And I must be the only one out here. And then you find out there's other people that, that are that are like-minded. So, I, you know, you know me, I'm brand agnostic. I like everything. So I love the variety and, and the segmentedness of it. Yeah, and one of the things I like about cars in general, whether it's collector cars or, like you said, enthusiast vehicles that, you know, maybe it's somebody who... You know, it's not really a collector, you know, it's Ford F-150s that everybody kind of gets together and talks about their F-150 and there's a billion of them out there. Um, but I do like the idea that automobiles in general can bring kind of diverse populations together. The same person that might have, you know, a Viper and a Ford GT might see somebody in a Miata who did something a little bit different to it and all of a sudden they stop and chat about it for a while. That's right, and and that speaks to the philosophy on the lawn events and the cars and coffee events because we have themed days at the museum throughout the summer. There's a Cadillac day, there's a German car day, there's a Miata day. But then the cars and coffee events, which happen on Saturdays and they're earlier, about once a month, uh, they're, like me, are brand agnostic. It's, it's bring everything, and I love that variety. You know, I want to come to a car event and see like a million different interesting things. And you find little segments of, you know, WRX owners over here, and you've got Forerunner owners over here. And then, you you know, somebody may have brought, like, you know, a Ferrari or Lamborghini. So I love seeing that variety. There's really cool stuff. And, you know, loving trucks and SUVs as well, there's been a new growth in that. So you're seeing Unimogs and Pinsgowers and all sorts of weird 4x4 and military vehicles pop up. So it's all... All that variety is just awesome to me. Yeah, no, I I agree, and um, I I still remember the time that I was at the uh, you know the World of Wheels, which maybe we'll come back again someday. And there was I a uh, World of Wheels. yeah, yeah, and, and and there was a a, a a group of people in that had a little display set up of uh, you know Camaros of the seventies, IROCs and Z twenty eights. And then there was a group of uh, Asian hot rods, you know, you know, tricked out Honda Civics and Honda S2000s and Toyota Corolla drift cars. And and they were glaring at each other like you, you thought it was going to be the, uh, you know, some 
some fight was going to break out between the two of them. Yeah, it was, and it was finally, the Sharks and the Jets. Exactly, exactly. And then one of them went over to check out something on one of the Hondas. And all of a sudden, they started to talk. And they were like, yeah, what, you know, what'd you do to your... And I was just kind of sitting there, you know, a little bit in the background watching it all. And next thing you know, they're all, they all got together and they were checking out each other's vehicles rather than just glaring at everybody. And it was, you know, the, the IROC people were, you know, guys in their, you know, 50s and 60s. And the, the, you know, Asian hot rods were, you know, guys in their 20s. And all of a sudden they started to kind of trade ideas about everything from, you know, nitrous to lighting. And uh, and all of a sudden they you know you could see they became friends and just the idea that the automobile can do that I think is just amazing. Yeah, and uh, one thing I I found to be a great you know evolution of of the hobby is that there I think there used to be a lot of gatekeeping. Um, there used to be like well you know your Corvette is not up to snuff or actually I I know for a fact a friend of mine had a Fox body Mustang but he had an old school two eighty nine Stroker engine in it. And he wasn't allowed to park his Mustang at like a certain car show. It was not a Lars car show. But he wasn't. Mm. And like my friend just looks at me like, do they even know what's under the hood here? And it's just that that sort of gatekeeping, you know, people always worry about like, are we making sure that we're passing the torch and ensuring a new generation of enthusiasts? Well, that kind of gatekeeping doesn't fly. So yeah. making sure that all are welcome to it and to educate folks about what makes this so interesting and why we love it so much, that's the way to get people into it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, give us a little bit of preview about what's in Upshift and how you get to it. Yeah, sure. So uh, for all this stuff, you can go to LarsAnderson.org. Uh, there's a link down on the left-hand side for Upshift Magazine. Um, you know, we, we recapped a winter's worth of events. Uh, you know, Lars did a great job of doing some virtual events with some great guests, including A.J. Bame, who wrote, Go like hell, which is the Ford, the book upon which Ford versus Ferrari was based. So, you know, that was a ninety-minute talk. That was that was like catnip to me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we also talked about all the events which we just covered uh, coming this summer. Um, there's a new exhibit uh, that we're being a little bit cryptic on, but just to give you a frame of reference, we did a couple articles sort of profiling the holy trinity of supercars through the years. So, you think McLaren F1. Uh, you know, Porsche 959. We're not saying those are the cars that are in there, but just to get you in the right headspace about, about what's coming. All right. Um, we, we also uh, cover a bicycle. So for those that don't know, Lars Anderson Museum also has a uh, robust bicycle collection uh, through the years, including those sort of penny-farthing bikes with the massive, uh, you know, front wheels, sort of like those yep. top-hat bikes. Uh, the bike that we have on loan to the Audrain Auto Museum in Newport is one of the first that moved from that big front wheel to a even front and rear wheel. Uh, and it was called a safety bike of the day. And that sort of set the tone going forward for, for safer bikes. Um, we also do a profile on uh, Safi Barkawi, who owns a and runs a business called ABI Boston. And he's an absolute genius. The, the work he does with uh, supercars and hypercars and, you know, the fact that, you know, people bring their one-of-one Bertone Mantide there for him to work on speaks to his prowess in the field. Wow. Um, we, al we also have an article on Revology, which is a company in Florida that is taking old, you know, Gen 1 Mustang bodies and building in modern chassis components, modern Coyote Ford V8s that are making, you know, 
upwards of 670 horsepower. Uh, Jim Travers wrote, uh, wrote that, and uh, it's just a really cool, you know, blend of old and new, which speaks to what we've been talking about. No, it, it sounds it sounds fantastic. The idea that the, the Lars Anderson Auto Museum is it the oldest auto museum in the country? It's the oldest car collection in the Western Hemisphere. And okay. as a frame of reference, uh, Lars and Isabel uh, Weld Anderson were, you know, wealthy, uh, you know, around the turn of the century, and sort of like the first person on the block with a Tesla, you know, 10, 10 15 years ago, they were the first people to have, one of the first people to have automobiles in the region. And when you go to that property, the, the top of the hill is now like a little wooded area and a, uh, and a hockey rink. That's where the house was. What you see when you go there, it was their garage, which was their carriage house. And that was inspired by a French chateau. And it's made out of giant blocks of granite. I mean, it looks like a, you know, a castle. Right. And so they, they sort of opened their doors even back then to share this newfound technology with the local community. And if you look around, you still see some of the horses' names up on the walls, right? Yeah, that that's really cool. If you if you go into the back room, you can see some of the stable the stable names and stuff like that. So that there's all these there, there's also a little exhibit uh, to the equestrian component to their background as well. Yeah, yeah, abs absolutely. Uh, let's. Uh, I, I I almost said shift gears, and then I was going to be ashamed <laughs> of myself for saying it. But um, you've been driving some pretty cool stuff lately. I've noticed on Facebook. Uh, what have you been driving? Yeah, sure. So, you know, most recently, uh, the one I've been can't stop talking about is the Jeep Wrangler Rubicon 392. And that is, you know, from a, from the outside looking on, it looks like, a, you know, your typical Wrangler Rubicon. Uh, but beneath the hood is a 6.4 liter V8 that makes 470 horsepower. And it allows a Jeep Wrangler to go 0 to 60 in 4.5 seconds. So, and, you know, not not to pick on Jeep, but, you know, it's got the aerodynamics of a brick getting pushed through the sand. Um, they claim the that the, 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 the flat-fronted uh, design isn't too bad for, for cutting through the air. Yeah. They claim yeah. that some male vehicles also have decent aerodynamics. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe I, maybe I over, maybe I over uh, stepped I'm, it a little I'm, bit. There, I'm but. not a, uh, you know, an fluid dynamic scientist so i can't yeah, tell you yeah yeah but the idea that you put this engine in this vehicle uh, and let's face it jeep has done that you know the the jeep trackhawk they basically they took a hellcat engine and stuck it in a grand cherokee i guess it's not a big surprise that somebody somebody in jeep said you know we have this 400 plus horsepower v8 <laughs> we got a couple kicking around, so let's let's make a Wrangler three ninety two. Yeah, and and I've driven the track talk before. I've driven it on a track, and it's really cool what that vehicle does. It's got a torque vectoring system that allows power to be put to to left or right individually. I mean, and that's that's really neat, and it almost defies the laws of physics. It's not as fun as this Wrangler three ninety two, and you know the sound that that vehicle makes. When you start it up, it's got this dual-mode performance exhaust with sort of electronic baffles. So you press the button in the dash, uh, you know, it fires right up and burbles right up. Or you can press the button and it's a little quieter if you, you know, you don't want to 
uh, annoy your neighbors every time you start so, the car, right? So you come and you coming in coming in late at night. It has the it has the I'm stinking home mode. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but what's really cool is I actually observed on more than one occasion, uh, you know, a Jeep owner either you know we we're in a gas station or something, and I sort of lay into the throttle as I'm going by that gas station, and you can you can tell the Jeep owner look up and I'm kind of confused, look at their head tilts a little bit because they see a Wrangler but they're hearing a Hemi, right? And mm. that just, you know, it's, it's you know never been done before, at least not without it being, you know, a six-figure custom job, right? Right. Right. Now, that so that they, is, the, the idea of that vehicle, and you think it's, you know, it's a performance Jeep, um, but like all Jeeps, it has off-road capability, and you can take that off-road, right? Absolutely. We uh, we took it down to one of the beaches in Rhode Island uh, that was early in the season, so it really wasn't, you know, there was nobody there, and there was miles and miles of off-road trails. And, you know, the that power has a practical application in off-roading where, you know, they often say there's certain situations where you can kind of power, you know, power can solve for this, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, doing some beach driving, this thing was fantastic in the sand. Uh, we aired down the tires for better traction, um, you know, just so your viewers understand that you can't just go out onto the beach with a, a set of fully inflated tires. You are going to dig yourself into a rut. What you do is you take the, a lot of the air out of the tire, and it makes the tire a little bit more saggy, but that means that there's a more of the rubber contacting the sand, so it almost works like a tank tread. And so we went and did that, and we had a blast doing that, and just, you know, the, the practical application of, of added power to just, just churn your way through any obstacle, it makes it a really neat vehicle. And it's almost like, you know, I was doing an article for, for one of my outlets on affordable supercars, and we added the Wrangler 392 because I said, look, this can go places that no other supercar on the list can go, and it closes in on, on the, the acceleration, too. Yeah, just the just the idea, I, and I remember years years back when the Hellcat first came out, and even though the Hellcat's not cheap by any means, the idea of joining the seven hundred horsepower club for under a hundred thousand dollars is pretty amazing. Right. I mean, you look at the SRT Superstock is like the newest top dog, and that's like a drag strip special, and that's you know I think that's in the eighty ninety range. That's 810 horsepower. It's just right. incredible what they're doing, and I, I believe you know the you know with the Wrangler 392 they went with the 6.4 liter Hemi because I think with the supercharged V, I think one of the big com, uh, concerns was cooling, and mm. there was only so much room in that engine bay. Right? It, it, right? It's almost miracle enough they were able to shoehorn this 392 cubic inch V8 into a Jeep engine bay. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, before we let you go, anything else piqued your curiosity that you've driven lately? That you know, you said you came away with um, either I was prepared to hate it and I loved it, kind of feeling. Um, nothing that really changed my view on things, but I will say one other article in the uh, summer issue of Upshift, and you can go to LarsAnderson.org to to find it, is my review on the new Land Rover Defender. So to stay on the the, the SUV uh, theme, uh, the, I absolutely love the Defender. I was I was ready to be skeptical because I have sort of a real appreciation for old Defenders because that's like the British Jeep Wrangler, and I was worried what would become of this new 
take on it. And it's not it's not as truck like rugged as a Wrangler, but they've done a lot of things to make sure that it's as off road capable and probably one of the most off-road capable in the Land Rover lineup, but also that it's one of the few in the lineup that is really designed for outdoor adventure lifestyle. Mm. So it's got a rubberized floor, tons of storage compartments. It's got, you know, all sorts of add-ons like exterior cargo pods. You can get a ladder that takes you up to the, the roof so you can access, you know, kayaks on the roof, stuff like that. I absolutely love That thing was so fun, so so unique. I was turning heads wherever it went. Um it's a really cool car. Yeah. Only, only, and we, we got to take a break before we let you go. I don't know if you've ever heard of this company. I had the CEO on the show back in, I think, in April. Uh, a guy by the name of Tom Maxwell. He's the CEO of something called Twisted North America. And uh, their website is twistedautomotive.com. And they take old Land Rovers and put crazy engines under the hood they literally disassemble the entire vehicle and the performance and handling from you know those vehicles that you know the 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 early series uh defenders were not the best handling vehicles in the world they did some pretty no. remarkable things have you ever heard of twisted automotive i have not but i'm going to check into them and i that speaks to a great new sort of segment of like we said with the revology article of the ability to take these vehicles and bring them up to the 21st century in terms of handling acceleration amenities like being able to pair your phone and stuff like that so i just love that bridge of old and new yeah no it's 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 uh, some pretty amazing stuff that's out there um you know a lot of people referred to you know the early 1900s as the golden age of the automobile and i truly believe it's now um, there is so yeah, much variety. Absolutely. You haven't there. been able to get as much performance, both acceleration and in, in chassis control, for less. Yeah, no, no, it's amazing. And the one thing I will say, and I stole this line from you, and I'm, and I will um, always give you credit for it whenever I can. That if you are out car shopping, and you said it, you said it best. Road test the tech as much as you road test the car, because. Uh, you can find a car you really love, but the tech can drive you crazy inside of it, and you're just not going right. to be happy with it. So, um, you know, if you are out car shopping, if you are, you know, whether you're looking for, you know, a uh, uh, plain Jane, you know, just regular car or something, you know, something fantastic like the, you know, new Ford Mustang, if that's the direction you want to go, or maybe, you know, or maybe, you know, something electric, make sure that make sure you and the technology agree with each other. Yeah, I, I think what's important to note about that is it's not something you can avoid anymore. You know, five, right. ten years ago, you could be like, well, if I get the base model, I don't have to deal with that. That's not the case. Yep. Now, entry-level Toyota Corolla for 17, 18, 19 grand comes with all this stuff standard. So you're going to have to embrace it and figure out whether like which ones you like and don't like. So, yeah, get out there and test drive the tech. Yeah, absolutely. Uh if people want to find out more about you besides uh, Upshift, uh, any other outlets where we can read some of the stuff you've written or social media yeah, or sure. any so, of those? Uh, my Rubicon 392 review is on cargurus.com. Uh, you can check that out. Uh, I have advice articles uh, at U.S. News and World Report. And, uh, yeah, check out LarsAnderson.org to learn about the lawn events, cars and coffees, and to read the latest issue of Upshift. Perfect. George, as always, thank you for taking a little bit of your 
uh, time on joining us here on Saturday. And uh, try to stay dry, will you? <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. Thanks a lot. All right. All right. Thanks, George. Bye-bye. That was George Kennedy, uh, uh, writer, author. That's sort of the same thing, right, Biff? Writer, author? I think so. Kind yeah. of kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. kind of the same, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, podcast, it does all kinds of stuff. But uh, check out his stuff in, uh, at the Lars Anderson page, and check out the uh, new publication, new, new uh, quarterly Upshift magazine. And, uh, you know, check out his stuff on U.S. World News Report and uh, cargurus.com. We need to take a break, pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. Uh, if you would like to join us, and I hope you will, our phone number is 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049. Oh, beautiful. For heroes proved. In liberating strife. And mercy more than life America mm, America Hear ye, hear ye. Queen's Gambit Games and Hobby Shop is the area's newest full-service family game and hobby store. Located in the Village Mall at 436 Broadway in Methuen, Queen's Gambit offers the newest games and classics for sale or rent. We have an extensive board game library available for rentals for in-store play or to take home. Mention this ad and your first rental is free during the month of June. Queen's Gambit Games and Hobby Shop is open Tuesdays through Sundays from noon to 8, Fridays and Saturdays till 10. Visit us at queensgambitgames.com. Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit aaa.com slash join. That's AAA, aaa.com slash join. Hey, Junior, what's up? Hey, Grampy, can you bring the Jeep Renegade to my baseball game tonight? Coach wants to trade up, and I told him Kelly makes it easy. Sure, I'll bring the 2021 Jeep Renegade Latitude 4x4 that he can lease with just $39.95 cash or trade down plus the normally startup cost for only $136 a month during the Memorial Day sales event. That's a home run. I know. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details. I was talking about the game, Grampy. I'm up next. Bye. How's that for making it easy? That's the Kelly Hi, it's John Haley from Obershawn Hardware. Join me every Sunday morning at 7 on At Home with John Haley as we tackle your home projects.
And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. And uh, I have, uh, we have our, our phone number to give out again, which is 800-370-1049. And remember, the program is brought to you in part by AAA, you know, the people who have employed me for the past 36 years. A uh, good place to work. In fact, if you're interested in working for AAA, go to AAA.com slash careers. And you can find uh, you can find uh, a, about uh, a lot of different career options we have. And uh, if you know somebody who's a tow truck driver or a flatbed driver or something like that, uh, and somebody who likes to work outside and enjoys kind of being in their own office because they're behind the wheel of their truck, um, we have some pretty good bonuses. I think we have twenty five hundred dollars sign on bonuses for that. So uh, if you're interested, go to AAA.com/careers. And go to AAA.com uh, if you want to join. So AAA.com slash join, AAA.com slash careers, and AAA.com slash Ken and Topsfield. Ken, good morning. And good morning and happy Memorial Day, John Paul. Good morning. And, uh, you know, some people, I will let you know, some people don't, don't like the happy in front of Memorial Day because, you know, it's a, it's a time to be a little bit solemn. Uh, yes, I do. you know well, I, I, I you know some that. some some people some people say that so uh, no, no, so I I, I, I'm, I'm, that way, I, I I I would rather say you know this is just me I would rather say have a great and happy long weekend um, but yep. you know that's that in fact our own radio station uh, guru here Jimmy Carter I think says says that too but. Uh, but but anyway, we're we're off the track here, and I don't mean to I don't mean to criticize. It's just uh, you know some people say no, that, but I think. Yeah, but but I think it's yeah, but it is you know it's it's that it's that time where we kind of remember the people that you know just where we are. Yeah, That's right. we exactly. remember our and, parents if they're deceased, yeah, and our family, yeah. And, it, yeah. and it and I was thinking of that too, and yeah. uh, so as they say, good point, well taken. How's that? All right. All right. As long as as long as I I didn't want to I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Never, never, All my right. good friend. All right, sir. I have about a year ago. My wife bought and I bought a car at 2011. G Mercedes GLK 350, a smaller, a mid-sized SUV. V6, right. good yep. car, yep. good power, all-wheel, like it. Yeah. So we're driving it and. We put the radio on and radio worked fine. Well, it had an, a Cirrus option and Sirius or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We liked that. And I said, let's get it. So I spent the money and signed up and we got it. Oh, month or two after we got it, we, we got just basic, mostly music, none of the yep. 8,000 uh -huh. channels. Yeah. Went blank. Like you wouldn't hear it. would go oh, off. Okay. I said, oh, it's a satellite. It lost the... Whatever the connection with mm -hmm. space, so I called them and I turned it off and I turned it on and and then I called them. It happened once. Well, since then, and they said, "Oh, it'll come back." And they're more interested in selling you something than helping you. Uh, yeah. Ones. It happened a lot. It, it and now when I do it, it it's not just on satellite. I turn the radio on and I hear a little static, like. You didn't have the channel static, uh -huh. and that's it. Um, 
if it doesn't matter if it's AM or FM, um, it just does it. And I don't know in my mind, at first I thought it was satellite, but that shouldn't in my mind affect the AM, FM part. No. What do I know? I, I, you know, I grew up with custom auto radio, right? I know nothing. So I wanted to know, is there a technical pull and is there some goofy thing that, like a, uh, a ground, is there anything I can do? Uh, I'd even take it to the dealer if I actually thought it was something that needed Mercedes. We love the yeah. Car. Does does it does it ever come does it ever come up anything on the display like like something like uh, uh, a battery message on the radio because it has an internal battery or nope. Does it nope nothing nothing like that. There it is even, it, sometimes it will even say the channel that it's on, so it'll say you know uh, number five, which is yeah fifties on right, and there'll be no music, just a click or a sound, nothing. Yeah. And I've tried AM, FM, and it's just making me mentally, like, I don't want to go to them because I'm not so sure they give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> but besides well, that... Well, I think, I I think just, what, if you if you go, I think you're going to find out that um, they'll probably just want to put a new head unit in because there is, I'm looking, and I don't have the, you know, I don't have the, the latest technical service bulletins because you know i get them through a third party all data which buys them from mercedes so they don't get you know they get them fairly up to date but they don't get the you know they don't get the ones that came out yesterday but there is one two three four five six seven eight nine ten there's about 16 technical service bulletins that have to do with the radio uh-huh so it's everything from you know, and some of them, you know, a, a, CV, a CD or a DVD uh, won't eject. Uh, right. There is a lot. There is quite a bit. It says intermittent no audio output after engine starts. Um, this kind of sounds right. like it could be part of yours. And it says, yeah. and like all things, there's all kinds of computer codes in this. And it says intermittent no audio output regardless of audio source, radio, CD, USB, after start, after switching the command online unit on and off so you know what you do and it says uh, after uh, the remedy after an update of the command online unit software release blah 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 uh, see if the problem no longer occurs and then it says um, if that doesn't work so after you do the software update then it goes on to say that uh, it says replacement of the command online unit uh, does not remedy the problem, and then it says uh, you may have to replace the whole thing. So you start with the software update, and if that doesn't do it, then, um, then software you might have to update, the software update, doctor, is for the radio, or is software update for like nav and everything? All it, it's 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 all it's, for, it's for the it's it's um, it's a it's for the body control module, which is the thing that's for the, you know, for the, for the radio too. So, but it's a very specific, you know, it goes in and it just changes the code for the telematics and the radio. So, um, and it says the software will be, will be available as a telematics DVD. So it's, so it's something they have to load into the player to get it to do it. And it says, uh, you know, if that doesn't remedy the unit, then um, you go on to maybe have to replace the whole thing. But that's just one of the 
15, 16, 17 TSBs. Oh. So there's certainly a bunch, and there's a, there's a lot of mention in here about um, an internal battery that uh, apparently the the radio has uh, an internal battery that could be the source of a problem too, because I think there's three technical bulletins for that. So uh, and then there's That's something uh, you think people can change. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think what you need to do, I, I think in this case, your, your best bet is to bring it back to Mercedes and have them take a look at it and, and see, and see what it says, you know, see what they have to say and just say, hey, look, you know, I'm losing, I'm losing, you know, AM, FM, satellite, everything, mm-hmm. and, uh, and just kind of go from there. I will give you one more tip, though, about satellite radio. Um, you know, when you, when you call the satellite company and like you said, they're going to try to sell you more, you know, sell you an yep. upgraded package. If you moan and groan and complain, uh, yep. which is, you know, we bought an old, you know, own, own nine, I think, own nine Volkswagen as a spare car and it, and yep. the AM FM radio didn't work because it had an antenna problem. But it also had satellite in it, and I called up and said, you know, hey, there's a free, you know, 90-day, you know, satellite package. Can you turn it on so I can see if it's an antenna problem with the radio or a radio problem? And they said, well, yeah, we can turn it on. We can give you 30 days free. But, you know, if you want a year subscription and you pay for it up front, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll charge you $5 a month. Right. So I said, so it'd be so it'd be sixty dollars for the year. I can get satellite radio, and they said, oh yeah, as long as you just pay for it all at once. So that was cheaper than actually fixing the the antenna. Right. And well, um, and, it, and it wasn't it, it wasn't actually because I did fix the antenna. So now now they both work. But but the idea that if you uh, don't don't take their first offer is what I want to say. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted to go to the Lincoln dealer. I, I, I'm not mind spending a couple or a few hundred dollars. I just don't know. You know, I could ask them what a software or something might cost. Yeah, a, I mean, ask. Tell them what. Tell them what you just told me, and say to yep. them, "Hey, I, I understand. There's a whole series of technical bulletins about the audio system in this vehicle." Um, can you see, you know, can can you see which one would apply to this and see if it would remedy my problem? And and hopefully hopefully it does, but uh um you know, if it doesn't, well, you know. Right. It and it comes back too. It isn't all the time, but it's yeah. enough that yeah. it's annoying yeah. that when I when I listen to you, I can go in the bank, I come out or something, I stop, I turn down off the radio, turn it on and you're gone. And over yeah. time it just Annoying. So yeah, yeah. But I'll, no, that's that's yeah, yeah. That sounds like there's there's also a battery drain issue um, with something called keep awake memory. There's another issue with um, with wow. uh, it says here, you know, um, uh, the internal battery is missing. It, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be cheap. Okay, yeah. Ken? Nice. All right. Thank we you. we got to get going. All right. Good, Good luck with it. Take care. Bye-bye. Hope it, hope it keeps working so you can listen to us. That's all. That's what we care about. Uh, well, not really. We care, we care about everybody, and we care about everything.
Uh, give us a call at 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. And, 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 uh, and, could, I, and could I add, uh, Ken, okay. p- please keep listening. Uh, we've got a caller on the phone coming up after the break. It's Tom from Weymouth. He's got some thoughts where he might be able to help you with uh, specific places to go to. So, Ken, oh, even better. Ken and even everybody better. else, please keep listening. Yeah. All right. Of course. Everyone, we want everyone to listen. There you go. Absolutely. All right. Let's take a break, and uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on North Shore Mitsubishi in Danvers is your used car solution? People tell me the most difficult part of the car buying process is deciding where to buy. There are so many choices. Who has the best deals? Is the car in good condition? And can I trust them? It's information overload. Well, we have a solution. Michaud Mitsubishi on 114 in Danvers is the hidden secret on the North Shore. Full transparency, low-pressure atmosphere, and people that treat you like family. Simply put, we're different. Our inventory is loaded with incredible options, from Acuras to Hondas, Toyotas, and Fords. That's right. We don't just carry Mitsubishi. So whether you're a carpenter, a landscaper, a plumber, or a student going to school, we have the used car for you, and they all have a warranty. Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers is your used car solution. Veterans, senior citizens, you get an extra $250 off as a courtesy. It's the truth. Misho Mitsubishi is different. No shenanigans, just great deals. Visit us on Route 114 in Danvers. MishoAuto.com. M-I-C-H-A-U-T. Hi folks, this is Gerard Moynihan of Moynihan Lumber. Professional builders and remodelers choose Anderson Windows more than any other brand in the United States. They do so because Anderson Windows and Patio Doors offer beautiful natural wood interiors, low-maintenance exteriors, and outstanding energy efficiency. See the complete line of Anderson Windows at any of our three locations, in Beverly, North Reading, or Plastown, New Hampshire, or at MoynihanLumber.com. Moynihan Lumber, we measure up. Join me, Joe Piantanosti, this Sunday morning of Memorial Day weekend when my guests on Breaking Bread will be Clemson football coach Dabo Sweeney and from Woodman's Maureen Woodman. That's Breaking Bread Sunday morning, 10 a.m. of Memorial Day weekend right here on North Shore 1049. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. Today, it feels like winter out there with rain. Heavy at times, it'll be windy and cold. Temperatures staying in the 40s. Bundle up. And then overnight, occasional rain or drizzle. Temps about 44. Tomorrow, another storm comes up the coast with more rain. It'll be near 50. Monday, a wet start. Maybe some sun during the afternoon. Temperatures not far from 60. Of course, great weather comes back Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. With a forecast being brought to you by the Berry Tavern in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is open every day for lunch and dinner. The Berry Tavern offers takeout, ordering, curbside pickup, and delivery through local delivery companies. Call the Berry Tavern, 978 777 2377. For local door, sure, 1049. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 Beach and Boating Forecast being brought to you by Obashan Hardware. 
for today. We do have a gale warning posted for northeast winds at 25 to 35 knots. Seas up to 9 feet. Visibility's near zero and rain and fog. Water temperatures are running mostly in the 50s. High tide coming up in Gloucester at 229 this afternoon. And at the beach, not great. Just rainy, windy, and cold. Temperatures only in the 40s. That's my latest beach and boating forecast. I'm Mark Rosenthal. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. And uh, nine foot seas. Oh my goodness, that would that would capsize a good sized fishing vessel. Whew. Well, like George said, his his eight a.m. tea time tomorrow might be in jeopardy. Um, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a lot. That's yeah. I've never been. I've never I've never been out in nine foot seas, and I don't want to. Well, this is this is a, a, quite the storm. I mean, this is yeah. Got some and this heavy is wind. and and we're kind of in the lull. Yeah, actually, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Waiting, waiting for part two. <laughs> there Yikes. you go. Yikes! Where are we going? I I, well, I lost okay, track. Yeah, no, we had a little, and, some, having some difficulties with the phone, but we did manage to get Tom back from Weymouth. Tom, okay. you on, Tom, you on there? Tom? Yes, sir. All righty. Oh, there we go. Yep. There we go. There I, we go. I, I guess I guess we're having some. Uh, hardware issues. You know, normally we have some sort of software problem, but uh, or not normally, but you know, usually. But this is this is a hardware problem, apparently. So, hello, Tom. Yeah, go, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, John. You know what I was wondering? Uh, you, you know that the uh, the car toys that you have on once in a while around Christmas who do oh, all oh auto auto toys on- auto auto toys the guy down in Randolph. Yeah, they. You know, I bet you they know a lot because they deal with this stuff, and you know what I mean. They're they're technical, and I guarantee they must do a lot of interchanges with Mercedes and things. A lot of young people. You can maybe. I was just wondering if, like, if he went there and just, you know, just said, "I'm having this issue." Sometimes they well, might. Have you know, seen you it. know, you know. That's that's a really good point. Even and even direction. if he even even if he didn't go there, if he called Auto Toys and Randolph yeah. and said and asked for Dave, the owner, and said, "Hey, Dave, can you?" Uh, you know, can you maybe recommend somebody up in Topsfield that's as good as you are that maybe can right. look at my car, look at my car before before I decide to take it to the Mercedes dealer and uh, Waste and money. maybe they can, and, yeah yeah and you know. <laughs> you know? Every little bit helps, you know. That's a, so you know, just a thought, you know. No, that's 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 a good idea. That's a good idea. Thanks for the thought. Yeah, he can mention. Uh, you know, he, he talked to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do. You can, you, you know, um, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny because earlier in the show, and, and a lot of times when we have a guest, um, there's um, uh, we have to we, you know, I I get pitched the guest idea through some advertising agency. So uh, Biff and I were saying that you know we got to get our own people. Like George didn't have people. You know, but next week I have uh, the CEO of a uh, a company called Indigo, which is going to build a a affordable electric vehicle. It's under twenty thousand dollars, but it's an odd configuration. It's sort of a a pie shaped thing with a single seat in the front and two seats in the back, and it'll do about eighty miles an hour. It'll go 
two or three hundred miles between charges and it's really set up for um, almost like commercial purposes or an uber driver or somebody who delivers you know uber eats or something like mm. that um, and uh, but they have people and I think you could be our people mm. you know how about how about if you're how about if you're you know Biff and I you know Biff and I are the you know the executives and and you could be our people you could, you, you know, you came up with this good idea about calling Dave at Auto Toys. So, you know, I, I yeah, well, you know, well, that's all you know, from you, you know, yeah, yeah, if it wasn't yeah, for you, I wouldn't know yeah, who they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but, but uh, you know, uh, uh, when you mention we, electric we, we, cars, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've decided I'm not going to buy an electric car until I hear that you bought one. <laughs> um, <laughs> then well, I know it's I, time. I, 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 well, I, I, you know, I bought one in 1983. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that that was uh, that was not a good one. Um, no, but but, but I, and to be honest, I don't know that I would. I know I wouldn't buy a Tesla, for instance. I think I might if I had the money. If I had the money, I might lease a Tesla. But I don't think I would buy one. I'm just afraid the technology changes too fast. Now there's a I and I want to get them on the program one of these days. There's there's something and I'm screwing up the name it's like the green something energy people in massachusetts and you can actually buy a chevrolet bolt and when you stack all the state incentives together you can buy a, an electric bolt which is about a forty thousand dollar car for about twenty one thousand dollars okay that is getting pretty affordable yeah and that's in the yeah, range but that's in the range that's in that's in that's a lot closer to my financial range so yeah but yeah yeah uh, point. yeah yeah you know the the you know, and and I, you know, I I drove the Bolt. I liked it, and I said, you know, this could replace ninety percent of my driving. It couldn't replace all of it, but it could replace ninety percent of it, and it certainly could be. It certainly could be a second car without any problem at all. And uh, yeah. until there's you know quicker, faster charging, and that's probably coming in the next three or four years. But you know, we'll have. Time yeah, that sounds time. good. I think like yeah. as seniors, you know, you, you know, you still work, but retired seniors, when you realistically look at how much they drive, it's very little. An right. electric car would suit them perfectly. Yeah, and the idea—the idea of never having to go to a gas station. Um, yeah, because I'm thinking that's why I think about it more and more. I looked at how much yeah. miles I put on my car last yeah. year—you know, yeah. 900 miles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And, and, the, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the idea that you can—even if you didn't have a garage and you had a charging unit. Um, you know, you know, outside by where you know somewhere near where you park, even if it was mounted on a pole. And you had an electrician run wiring to it, right. and the idea you pull up, you open up the little door, you plug it in, and if you don't go yeah. out for a couple of days, it shuts itself off. You don't have to worry about it overcharging, and it's ready. It's ready for you whenever you are. And you know, there, and depending on the car, there's very little maintenance. I mean, the brakes hardly ever wear out. You know, right. you know, yeah. so there's no oil changes. Some yeah. cars there are. Some cars have coolant that needs to be changed. Others don't. So. Right. Um, but it's there's, not, the there's not a lot it really of, is the price it's, it's, it yeah. really it absolutely it really is the price the cars but, are there the cars are good yep. and everything but yep. how can you justify spending twice the amount you know it just doesn't work right. twice the amount for what seems like yeah. half as much car and you're actually getting yeah. less than if you bought a forty thousand uh, maybe you know forty thousand yeah. yeah. dollar luxury yeah. <laughs> and, and and you're not and you're not gonna you know the, even the you know, they, you know, there's some claim that Tesla's coming out with the Model 2, which is going to be more affordable. You know, they kept saying the Model 3 was a $40,000 car. You you can't buy it for 40 yeah. It's closer to 50 
And if you want yeah. the Model Y, which makes more sense because it's a little hatchback, um, kind of right. mini SUV, you know, that thing starts, you know, you know, it's 50, 52. Um, and, you know, I, I don't, I don't make enough money to, you know, right. qualify for the tax exemption because, you know, the standard deduction is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in that area. So, you know, it's the only right. people that can take the, 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 uh, those you know seventy five hundred dollar tax incentive you have right. to be you have to have more taxes taken out than the standard deduction so it doesn't work exactly, for everybody yeah, yeah. all okay, right we gotta go we gotta take act. another break okay I, i'm all sorry right, okay take care John. all right talk to all right you. take care and thanks for thanks for the tip all right we uh biff says we need to take another break and biff's in charge biff is my people i decided that he doesn't have people yet but biff is my people so uh, <laughs> he says it's time to take a break i'm going to take a break and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Mitsubishi Eclipse. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We'll be, we will be right back. Agway of Danvers is in full chick mode. Stop in for the best selection of baby chicks on the North Shore. I'm Ashley, the poultry specialist at Agway of Danvers. I am happy to be your local resource for picking out your flock, helping you with nutrition for your growing birds, and showing you our great variety of chicken coops that we carry in several different sizes and styles. We also offer one-stop shopping for bark mulch, loam, organic compost by the bagger yard with delivery available. Check out Big Daddy's Bait Shop for worms, shiners, and all things spring fishing. Find us in Waltham or 9 Wenham Street in Danvers. Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit aaa.com slash join. That's AAA, aaa.com slash join. Hey, Junior, what's up? Hey, Grampy, can you bring the Nissan Rogue to my baseball game tonight? Coach wants to trade up, and I told him, Kelly makes it easy. Sure, I'll bring the new 2021 Nissan Rogue Sport S all-wheel drive that he can lease for just $29.95 cash or trade down, plus the normally startup cost for only $99 a month during the Memorial Day sales event. That's a home run. I know. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details. I was talking about the game, Grampy. I'm up next. Bye. How's that for making it easy? That's the have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. I promised I'd chat a little bit about the Mitsubishi Eclipse before we get to Paul and Braintree. The Eclipse is a compact SUV that competes with something like a you know, Hyundai Tucson or Ford Escape or Jeep Compass. The Eclipse comes in four trim levels. They all get the same 1.5 liter, 152 horsepower turbocharged engine. Um, it's connected to an automatic transmission. It um, 
it has this kind of sporty feel to it. I wouldn't call it a hot rod, but it's got kind of a sporty feel to it, um, even though it's not the most powerful engine in the world. But it does feel sporty. Our test model came with the full complement of safety equipment, including forward collision warning, high-speed braking, pedestrian detection, Apple CarPlay, which uh, made connecting my phone simple. Uh, radio controls are simple and straightforward. Um, the cabin has a nice little upscale look. Ours was a fancy version. Again, it was finished in a leather interior, both front and rear heated seats, a heated steering wheel, which sort of surprised me. Plenty of head and leg room, but long-legged drivers may want a little bit more leg room. Um, at six feet tall, I was fine. If I was six foot four, I'd feel a little squished, I think, although plenty of headroom still. The optional sunroof adds to the open-air open feel, and um, the Eclipse Cross by Mitsubishi is... Um, you know, it, the, the Eclipse is, you know, it, it's, a, it's an interesting vehicle, and it's, and it's certainly worth the look. So take a look at the Mitsubishi Eclipse. We, let's go to Paul and Braintree. Hey, hi, John. Uh, hi. Real quickly, yeah, I know you're up against the clock. Um, on uh, the satellite radio, there's only one company, I guess. Right. Uh, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for Comcast Xfinity to buy them out, but that hasn't happened yet. Uh, never go with the first. Um, the first offer. I got a, an invoice about a month ago, and it was about three times what I usually pay. And yeah. I, thought I called, and I got a mistake. And, uh, you know, <laughs> dating myself, but it was going back to get smart. Would you believe? So yeah. I think uh, uh, I'm paying about a third of what uh, uh, what I paid before. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, so, no. Yeah, when yeah. I when I when I called up and I said, no, I'm not really interested in buying it. I just want to try to test it out. And you know, when it came down to five dollars a month for every channel, I'm like, geesh. And my radio is so old in my car, it it didn't get every channel. But um, but I was like, you know, for five bucks a month, I'll I'll get it. And at the time, like I said, it was cheaper than trying to you know replace the windshield because the antenna was built into the windshield. But come to find out, right. I, it was a broken I mean, wire. It's but, a valuable, yeah. it's a valuable thing to have. Yeah, I mean, no. I had it since the car was new. It was uh, you know free trial, and then I've kept yep. it since. So it does give you more. It's like cable for your radio, basically. right? No, no, it, and and who would have thought um, that you know if you talk to somebody from go back I don't know sixty years, who would have ever thought people would pay to buy water, pay to listen to the radio, and pay to watch TV? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, now you know those bills. You know the the you know the 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 cable TV bill for a lot of people is the most expensive utility bill they have. Although when I was uh, probably under ten, I had an aunt and uncle who had a uh, a TV, and you'd have to put coins in it of some sort, and it supposedly gave you special programming. I don't remember they ever did it, but this was like in the fifties. So uh, wow, I never heard, yeah. never heard, of, never heard of anything like that. Yeah, yeah I have no idea. Just a vague memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big old black and white. So I don't know what was out there that would have been worth paying for that you couldn't uh, get for free. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. But yeah, it must have. It must have turned the other the other uh, ear of the rabbit ear on. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I think yeah. it was a Dumont network at one yeah. point, which is yeah. uh, uh, you, you need the the radio expert Donna Halper on to explain all yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. We'll have to we'll yeah, have to get to the bottom very, of that. Hey, Paul, thank thanks. You're the clock. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Take care. Well, as always, uh, you know, it, it is Memorial Day. I just also want to remind everybody, you know, kind of kind of remember the people that is what, you know, Memorial Day is all about. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next week.
I want to thank Biff for doing a great job. Biff, thank you. For thank the great you, job John, you and ha week. happy Memorial happy, Day weekend yeah, to you as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry yeah. about the happy. I mean, yeah, I have a great three-day weekend. How's have, that? Have a great three-day weekend, yeah. And and remember the veterans. Uh, go hug a veteran. How's, how's that? Um, and uh, Dave Seymour and Real Estate Revealed coming up next. Until next week, wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. Talk to you all then. Bye-bye.